Lots of things go better together. Hockey, food, golf, peanut butter and jelly, Gojo and Golik, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. What? But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com you're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome back to Gojo and Golik. Mike Golick Jr., Mike Golick Sr., live here at Radio Row in Las Vegas, Nevada. Show's rolling on here today. We yeah. just had that cool father-son moment over here. Howie Long, the Hall of Famer, over doing the Greenlight podcast right next to us at the Toyota booth there with his son Chris, went over there, snapped the picture, and got to really crystallize for everyone the fact that we are like the store brand Longs. I mean, listen, Mike, you know I love you and think you're a good-looking kid. They are so much better looking than we are. Oh, my God, it's insane. I mean, it, it, and I remember how I was I played in the same era as Howie, but looking at Howie with that 75 jersey on he had the the, oh. the hand tape and just short on the wrist the the neck roll but kind of kind of pulled back he looked so good in a uniform it was and with the square jaw he's I an all-time aesthetic guy yes he without looks question exactly like the oakland raiders yep. Yep. are supposed to look and now and, and they played like his raider yes yeah. and then played like it. it worked out pretty well but yeah you know you had hall of fame d-line dad there yeah and first round draft pick yeah. sons there <laughs> Then we had you know, nine-year NFL veteran, nothing to but, shake a stick at. But ten, then, but tenth round draft pick. Tenth round me. draft pick, and then a bunch of undrafted free agent kids. So, <laughs> you know, somewhere along down the line, yeah. I look like honestly, I am bootleg Kyle Long to the max. I got mistaken for him at the blackjack table the other night. Yeah. Nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. So, we'll absolutely take that here as a. Uh, 
Super Bowl week rolls along. Radio Row's awesome. And I got to tell you, the stars of this week in Radio Row have been the folks over at the Bounty House yes, right there. They're yes. slinging wings out here, I and they mean, have some of the best ambassadors on Radio Row. Excited now to be joined by a great – we got a great two-back uh, two two backfield right now with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams joining us now here on behalf of Bounty. Guys, what's going on? Not much. Uh, just back with my wingman. You know? oh, happy happy to see him. This did is you my to, buddy. Did, did, <laughs> you, did you practice that or just come up with did, that? That just flew naturally. So I'm going to say right now, you put a bunch of wings down on the table here. Let, and let me just say, they're staying with us, right? I That's mean, fine. you're not yeah, taking are them, gift. are you? You can keep that, them. That would be like the biggest tease in the world to two former linemen oh, is to damn. take I mean, food away from us. I mean, we can share it. That is true. <laughs> but then I think, I think they're taking it when we leave and – Damn. Well, you know what? I'd like to see the person. I'd like to see the person that's going to try and take it. Listen, okay? I mean, yeah, they're, they're going to lose. At this point, man, your shoulder surgeries, that's all adding up. They're going to get those wings. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just going to catch me if you can. can <laughs> well, exactly. then I'm in trouble. Yeah, forget exactly. about that. That's so, not happening. Guys, what's, what's the week been like here? What's it been like working with Bounty so far? Uh, it's been great. I got in uh, yesterday. Didn't really – I had a signing and then uh, – just got here to Radio Row today, so I'm excited. Like I said, back with Jamal. Um, this is my guy. You know, we came in together. Right. So uh, when they told me me and Jamal are going to be together, I had a bright smile on my face. Like, damn, I can't wait to be with my guy. So. I don't like leaving my house, but as soon he as they told me. He's house. Hey, <laughs> hey, my boy, dog, my dog's about to be here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go for this one. I'm so good. I, I got to ask, you know, just because I was in the league a long time ago. I, I retired in 94 where this being in Vegas was never even thought of. What do you guys think of this? I mean, being in the league and now all of a sudden the NFL, do we say embracing the gambling world? Maybe not going that far, but still that we'd yeah. actually have I a game in Vegas. Funny. Did, did everybody get the text? Did you get the gambling? I did get the text. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you get the text? Oh, let me tell you. Oh, oh did they send the text out to you guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm rolling. What is this? The league What the league sent out a text reminding you guys, like, hey, exactly. this is what no, you no, can no, and can't do. No, no sports. Well, yeah. see, I've been calling the game for Westwood 1. I got the same thing. No, no sports book. Can't even walk into a sports book and don't really don't want you gambling and it's yeah. like i always think wait a minute you now are making money that begins with a b from this 100%. you know billions and you don't want anybody associated Nobody with it to i mean it seems pretty wild doesn't it that's that monopoly yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah boy. that is definitely that monopoly here well guys while we got you here uh listen both coming off uh, a long season that you just wrapped up uh -huh. here. We'll let Aaron get into one he of the wings right, right here. That's not his first wing. That's not his first wing. Have you no. dug into him yet? I had one. Okay. I, I got to take my one. time with those. All I right. go crazy. Well, I'm going to have one too. Then. Jamal, while he's eating, I want to start with you because everyone on my set has been dying to know the touchdown. Do you? Yeah. I, think it's a, I honestly think it's hilarious. You think it's hilarious? Yeah. Take, take, right. take us back yeah. through to that moment Jameis Winston <laughs> walks into the huddle. Walk right. us, take us all inside Tom, that I'll scene. I'll give you something even better. I okay. freaking love it. You so love, love I'm, it. I'm here for it. I love it. Oh, okay. my gosh. All right. So after the interception, right, on the one, I'm like, all right, you know, we done. I already took – I took my gloves off. <laughs> took gloves off. I ain't got nothing on. I'm looking like a default player. <laughs> 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 I go out there. I go out there. You know, I'm thinking we about to hit the knee. You know, my coach up here like, ah, sorry, man, we not. Ah. I'm like, it's cool. Let's hurry up, get the knee, get the win, call it done. <laughs> James comes in there. I'm gonna give it to you like this. This is how he did it too. He came in there. And he, he's like, all right, fellas, what y'all, what y'all want to do? 
Then Eric, my dog, uh, Eric McCoy, he's my dog. Yeah. He First person, he was like, we want to get Jamal a touchdown. And I'm just looking. I'm like, everybody was like, yeah, yeah, let's get it, yeah. I was like. My I, mentality is that for it. I huh? was like, all right, let's do it. Then they see he was like, was, what side are you on? I'm on the left. He's like, I'm going to hand it to you. You get in. Cool. Let's do it. So <laughs> there was never any talk of going to a, like a regular running formation? Nah. That was back, backyard bull. Yeah. And then normally normally at that point, a lot of times the D-line and the O-line will say, hey, we're taking a knee, and the D-line will say, oh, okay. Say but that. I heard there was nothing, and, and they said that the D-line was a little like, wait a minute, is something up? Because nobody's saying anything. Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> but I'm, I'm grateful for them because, honestly, like, for me, that for me, that shows just team, yeah. just team chemistry yeah. and them understanding we be in this thing every day. People don't see – they only see right. us on Sunday. They don't see us every day, how hard we work, when our bodies are hurting, and we still pushing through just to get ready for the Sunday. You know, they don't even understand the full week is literally trying to prepare for that yeah. game and get our bodies right. But I just appreciate them for understanding, like, it wasn't the best year for me. I know it wasn't the best year, but right. I'm still motivated and optimistic about it because I know – What's going to happen in the future of just because I show I can see the examples and the love from my teammates and they seen the hard work that I've done. So for the last for my touchdown to be the last play, I call, I think I honestly think it's like significant to just for my teammates of showing love to me. And I appreciate them a lot yeah. for that. Coach didn't like it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, all, hey. it's the way it goes, right? This is the last play of the game. Uh, yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take it back. I, like, I appreciate yeah. my teammates. That's all. I feel like in football, you just used to try to beat your opponent you didn't have any respect for him like oh, yeah. tried to send a message and I mean you lift up your teammates they Jamal's ob obviously a a great a great locker room guy there a great example a, a leader a leader there and they they're like hey let's get this guy a touchdown like you can't be mad at that and it's a cool um, teammate moment stop I mean, it, you know yeah. st stop it it's football it's between the lines is Stop it! You know that's 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 what I say. So uh, so what you're saying is next year you expect Jordan to kind of pull this move. Please I wouldn't don't. be mad. <laughs> I don't be. I don't be. He ain't got. He ain't got to worry about doing all that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. He going to work. Don't worry. So we're talking about your guys. You know, respective quarterbacks here. Aaron, let's talk about Jordan and the job that he did stepping in for a walking Hall of Famer, back-to-back -back Hall of Famers in that building here. What did you guys been talking to him about in the lead up to this season? Is He's getting ready for this opportunity. Uh, just being there for him, trying to make his job easier, take things off of, excuse me, take things off of his plate. Uh, you know, if we can do that, it'll make his job easier. And then he could just go out there, play freely, uh, and, you know, just get, gain those quality reps with, with, the, with the confidence. And then we'll just let him know, like, we we we've had we have bank reps. We we work we work together all off season. Even outside of OTAs, we're we're all flying to California to work out with him and things like that. And I think it really paid off and it showed later on in the season. So you you played both these teams. You lose in the playoffs to San Francisco, where you had the lead in that game. I'm sure that's still a, a tough pill. And you beat Kansas City in the regular season. So as you look at these two teams getting ready to match up, what what do you see? Well, I see two good teams. You know. Uh, getting ready to go into battle uh i think san fran if they're able to stop the run they'll have a little success uh, or if they're able to get to patrick mahomes but you know a lot of people haven't been able to get to yeah. him uh i feel like that was one of the ways that we had success uh you know our our front seven were just playing lights out uh, mm -hmm. 
and they were getting back there, getting, getting, giving him some pressure, and uh, kind of stopped the run. So I, I feel like if San Fran can do that, uh, they'll have some success. But, uh, I, you know, Patrick Mahomes always finds a way. Uh, Travis Scott. I, I said Travis Scott. Sorry. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yep. uh, he, he always finds a way. He would take that way. as a compliment. He would. Yeah, he, would, yeah. <laughs> he, always, uh, he always finds a way, too. I mean, just look at some of those plays in the last game where uh, he's diving across the screen, uh, catching balls yep. on, on third down, just clutch plays. Um, and they, they've been in that position before. Both, both teams have. But uh, I just want to see a good game. But I, I think the – the Chiefs will pull it off. I'm still a little Ooh. salty. Yeah, I'm a little yeah. salty. That's yeah, I would listen, imagine you would fine. be. You're allowed to be petty out yeah. here. And, and, and my, boy, yeah. my boy MVS, he plays for them too. So there you go. Right. Yeah. Former teammate. <laughs> right. Um, Obviously. Right. Stepped up big for them in this postseason. Right? Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I have another – we are, we both have another former teammate, uh, Oren Burks. He plays yeah. linebacker. Oh, yeah. right? yeah. okay. San Big <laughs> So, I mean, I, I don't matter. I, I, one of my boys will get a ring, and, you know, yeah. that's what you play yeah. for at the end of the day. So, yeah. absolutely, I'll be happy seeing one of them get a ring. But next year, I need one. There you, there you go. go. So, yeah. you got Chiefs on your side. Who are you picking in this one, Jamal? Me? Uh, it's hard to choose, really. My heart says the Niners. And it's just really because I'm, go I'm literally going off of fan bases right now. Okay, there you because go. I, when I was growing up, my my team was the Rams. So I'm just trying to keep it at NFC. Okay. So I'm going for the Niners. Well, speaking of some of, you know, you talk about your teams. You mentioned this year the touchdown and everything went on in New Orleans. But you were a beloved figure for, you know, the hard knock season with the Lions. What was it like watching the run that they were able to make this season and how that team performed with all those guys you know there and with Dan Campbell at the helm? I'm not surprised. Like, I, that's what I expected, you know what I mean? And if I was I was there this year, it just been the same thing. It's just the mindset and the, my teammates that I'm used to for those first two years, I promise you, like, that was the grind of just getting us there. But once you're there, like, right now, it's going to be easy for them. The hard part now for them is literally just stay with it. Don't leave it. You know, you got a little hype. We got a little hype going. Keep it going. But know what you're playing for, you know, and I'm just – I'm so proud of them. I really am. I'm proud that they got a winning record. I'm proud of people going around saying, Detroit Lions, we going for Detroit now. Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and, you know, I just be looking like, man, y'all, two years ago. Where you were you? Right, right, right. Ah, Take the nothing. bag off their head now, right? Yeah. 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 So it's exactly. just, are, are you guys, the, or are the players the least surprised people on the field when when Dan Campbell goes for it on fourth down? I'm not. I'm used to it. So I'm, yeah, I'm just used I mean. to the yeah. spunk. Yeah used to the guy that I've seen for day after day for two years and knowing what type of person he is, I'm never surprised. Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah. Special teams be the best part about the Lions. It's been the best part about the Lions forever, like a couple of years. So he's just kept it going and he just elevated more and more into his type of offense and defense. And he's just an aggressive person. I love it. You know, he plays like he's playing. Like he's playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love it too. So. Absolutely. You don't play pro behind fifty, huh? Yeah, no. Oh, he would most definitely put up hundred and fifty. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He most definitely would. Give, give him the Cardale Jones treatment on those there, guys. We could sit here and talk to you both all day. Thank you for being here on behalf of Bounty. Thanks for bringing the wings here. Enjoy the rest of the scene out here, man. You guys are gonna have a great time, I'm sure. Thank you. Thank y'all for having us. Bounty just cleaned up my hands really well yeah, after picking that up. Hey, it works. Yeah. Don't lie. It spotless. works. I be doing experiments and just putting stuff on the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does work, man. Yeah, I'm all clean. That's I love incredible. it. Good awesome. deal, man. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Appreciate, Thanks, Appreciate time. you very much. Thanks, man. Jamal, I'm going to be hitting you, you up for anime references soon. Yeah. Oh, when well, you're ready. I need some. It, I depends need... if, it depends on how gory we're getting now. Uh, listen, I'll, I'll take whatever you got here. Once the offseason starts, that's when what I get my anime want? consumption I'll tell back you, up. it gets pretty free.
tricky. Which which do you want? Are we going adult don't or are we just we going to You know, maybe we'll talk off air on that right, one. <laughs> we keep it there. Exactly. We'll keep it there. Thanks, Thanks fellas. Appreciate you. it you very much. Awesome stuff. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, kind enough to join us here on behalf of Power. They're taking the they wings. They are. They're taking the wings. It's hurtful. Come on, wingman. Very hurtful. Wow. Very, very hurtful. Taking the wings. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's tough. Tough call. I, I'm not going to lie. That warmed my heart so much, just how no one has any ounce of regret about that last touchdown. Well, I, th I think, like, like I love depending it. on the side of the ball, if I'm on the defense side of the ball, I, I'm ticked at it. Just how you are are mad at a defensive line when they kind of go hard when you're going to kneel down. I mean, they were in the position of saying, hey, we're done. Oh, sure. Now, the one thing I'll say is normally there is that conversation on the field of you guys kneeling. Yeah, we're kneeling. And they said they weren't, you know, no, they never said anything. So you, you wondered if something was up. You know, I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I personally wish they would have got in a ra if they wanted to do that cool but get in like the regular formation that doesn't look like you're going to take Why did you say it. that when he was up here then? You scared of him? Because I don't care that much. Okay. I, I don't care that much. You know why? Because I wasn't on the field. Well, you know what I care about, Dad? I care about helping our friends listening to this show make a little bit of money. Okay. And so with that, we're going to get to cash it or trash it presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code GOJO because life's more fun when you're in on the action and it is perfect timing to cash it or trash okay. it because it's happy hour. And all week long in happy hour, when the clock has hit 5 o'clock Eastern, we have been getting ready to hook you guys up with a new boost in the DraftKings Sportsbook. You can head on over there now and do something like this. Today's happy hour boost, because it is now 5 o'clock, is this. Oh. You can bet Debo Samuel and Rasheed Rice to both get a catch in the first quarter, boosted up to plus 100 for minus 175. Oh, I just to get a catch in the first quarter. I am cashing that. Yeah, well, you're not because you're calling the game for Westwood One, and as we just established the text, that's not something you're allowed to do. Well, no, I'm not allowed to. I'm just giving my my opinion. Oh yeah, you would cash that. I would. I'm just trying to save you from the commissioner I, I sending you one that. of those envelopes in the mail. I, I'm, I'm gonna get get to email right. Uh, yeah. Roger Goodell. I'm gonna go, oh man. Mike, uh, come to my office yeah. and bring your playbook. <laughs> so you guys can head to DK Sportsbook now and check that out because you're not NFL players, and so you are allowed to do this. DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. And, uh, Dad, we roll along here to the end of Super Bowl week. Yeah. What do you have on your mind? You look like you're about to say something. No, no. I, well, I did, did you say you would cash it? That? Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, we, you're allowed to. We've talked so much this week about, you know, Travis Kelsey, the identity of this team shifting away from the wide receiver room. But there were stretches at the end of this year, especially when Travis Kelsey hadn't gone Super Saiyan yet like he has in the postseason, where Rasheed Rice was the number one receiving option on the field, not just receiver. He was outdoing Travis Kelsey in terms of production. Mahomes can trust that dude. And we've seen him, great screen player, run after the catch. He can turn the short stuff into long stuff. And so he really has been the one. He's exciting to think. And I, I went to... Mina Kimes show uh, featuring Lenny, the pot live podcast recording along with the Dominique Foxworth show last night. Her, Bill Barnwell, Kevin Clark, and Dominique all talking about this. And I asked the question to them after the season for these two teams, what becomes the number one offseason priority for both teams? And you kind of take stock of the rosters even now heading into this game. It's interesting to think about wide receiver for the Chiefs. 
you got a guy you do feel like has number one traits about him, yeah. Rasheed Rice now. And so while you're going to want to fill out the rest of that room, it's not like it's as glaring a hole as it felt like at the start of the year anymore. Right, without a doubt. Uh, but still, as, as we keep talking about, they have less weapons overall than San Francisco. So all the breaking down we do of a game, the one part of the game we can never predict that I'm always waiting to see, the odds of it being a clean game are, are low, 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 right? So what is that turnover? What is it? Is it a bad pick? Is it a catch and the ball gets punched out? Is it a run and there's a fumble? You know, what and where is it on the field? Does it change the field position of the game? Does, it, does it, the defense scoop and score? You know, like Nick Bolton did last year against Philadelphia. You know there's going to be a turnover or two. Yeah. I always wonder, always like to see what what effect that's going to have on the game because we can game plan all we want about how we want to execute plays, but that's a part of the game that you just have no idea well, about until it happens and how you react. And you think about that in the lens of these two quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes done a really great job when the Chiefs have been doing well of taking care of the football. Brock Purdy's a risk taker. Like, yeah. Brock Purdy is a maverick by nature. For all the game manager stuff, it does kind of downplay what has been true about him for most of the season is he's going to try and fit the ball in some spots where it probably shouldn't. The game that they won this past week or two weekends ago in the NFC Championship game, that touchdown that started to kickstart the party bounced off a defensive back's face mask. It should have been an interception. Right. And That's you right. could have said that about a couple of passes. So you do wonder if he flies too close to the sun in this game, a turnover for this 49ers team who we've seen come back could be pretty damning against this particular opponent. And also, how this game starts, you look at Kansas City went down and scored twice on Baltimore, right? And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, man, you know, what what, what, what are we doing? You know, how, how do we react to this? Or, or, no, I don't think they scored twice right away. Um, but but to, to the other point of San Francisco getting behind, you know, Sam, and, and more, more along the lines of Brock Purdy, is struggling in the game, uh, in, in the first playoff game, and in the first half of the second playoff game. Yeah. How does he start these games? Yeah, the 49ers have majored in slow starts this yeah. postseason. Let's call it what it is. They were the one seed. They got the time off. You can rest versus rust it all you want. They got another week here. They've got to find a way to beat the allegations on that because, again, the game script for Kansas City, ball control would work heavily in their favor if the 49ers feel like getting started like that again. All right, guys, let's talk about Jägermeister. They could have written a totally normal ad here, like a really classic ad. They could have talked about their history, the 56 botanicals. It could have been all salesy and cutesy, but they know you don't care. Jägermeister doesn't want to be like all those other ads you've seen and heard. They just wanted to say two things. Jägermeister is great, but everyone has been drinking it wrong. Damn, that's cold. Drinking it wrong? All right, if that's the case, how should we be drinking it? They are so glad you asked, and so am I, Dad. I'm here to help you. Ice cold is the answer, at zero degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jägermeister. That's it. That's all they want to tell you. So wherever you are, if you're hanging out with friends or at the bar, call the shots. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister U.S., White Plains, New York. Stars continue to yeah, roll through do. here this week as we're delighted to be joined by Cowboys Hall of Fame running back Emmett Smith. 
uh, here on behalf of Haradura Tequila, which uh, we also love, by the way. Yes, we do. <laughs> Smooth bit of tequila. So uh, thanks for joining us, Evan. How you no, doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be with Daddy and Son. It, this, exactly. It, it, it is fun. I, you know, the, the, I do not take this for granted, just how, how actually cool it is. I don't want him to hear that publicly, but, you know. No, he already heard it publicly. Uh, exactly. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a shame. I'm just, I'm just glad you don't have to try and tackle Emmett right now. This is great. You said he was off air, and he goes, I don't know if there's anyone in my career I had to try and tackle yeah. more than Emmett Smith. And I feel like the key word was there try. was try. Was try. So. I always told the story. I hit him the hardest I ever hit anybody by the sideline. And I thought, I'm like, oh, God, yeah, this is going to be great. He's going to get up slow. He just got back and jogged back. To the, I don't know. Like, it's like that boxer that hits somebody the hardest punch, and they just barely flinch, and you go, damn. Oh. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's gonna be a long day. So, so how about for these these guys? Before we talk about any cowboy stuff, let's let's give these guys their due here. You know, you won three of these. What is the difference? Guys that are about to possibly win three of these, and also guys that are about to win their first. Is there a difference with one, two, and three? The feeling when you're there's at the top complete, of the there's a complete yeah. difference. Really? In every last one of them. Just get, making it to the Super Bowl itself, the initial time, can be overwhelming. The emotions, the anxiety that, that you have, the butterflies that floats around through the heart and the stomach, um, the uncertainty on the other side. Uh, and, and, and those things play a big role in terms of how tight you are or how loose you are and whether or not uh, you feel the pressure or not. Now, once the game begins, some of that, a lot of that goes away and you're back down to a regular game of football. But the emotional toll that it takes and the energy that it takes from you sure. just to warm up and to get ready to go play in the game, even the warm-up sometimes you feel like you're out of shape completely. <laughs> and wow. you're asking yourself, how in the hell am I going to play a four-quarter game? <laughs> and I feel like this. And, and, it's, and, and you don't know why until afterwards you're like, man. So that's what anxiety feels like. So that's what pressure really feels like. And so then the second one is less. The third one, you're pinching yourself trying to figure out, am I asleep? Wow. What's wrong? Where did it go? You're looking for that, that feeling again, and that feeling is nowhere around. It's all because the experience of being there is gone now because you've been there enough to where you know what to expect. So both of these teams have players that have been a part of Super Bowls, have a bunch of postseason experience, but the Chiefs just won, went won this last year, so much of their roster. Do you think that becomes a big factor in this game then when on the other side you've got Brock Purdy, Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey, and a lot of guys making their first Super Bowl appearance? Yeah, I think it's a big game. I think it's a big thing. Two things can happen. Either the Niners come out all hyped up and jump out early, sure. or the Chiefs comes out a little flat and then come back late. Because the Niners may run out of gas if they're too hyped. Mm. So controlling your emotional output is going to be huge in this game, for the Niners, that is. Emmett, what's it been like for you as a running back? We've heard so much about how this is a passing league now and so much spread out 11-on-11. 11 11. This playoff run has been a lot of ground and pound, so many great running backs showing up. How's that been for you watching that as one of the all-time great positions? I love positions? it. I love it because it, it, it goes against the, the myth of the running back position is – not existent or is not valued. It is very valued by the teams that are here in the Super Bowl. Your team is not. So the team that value the running games are here in the Super Bowl. The ones who don't are at home. And there's a reason why your ass is at home. Yeah. Because you're not utilizing 
the plethora of talent that you actually have. These two teams utilize their talent all over the football field. They create issues for other folks because they do a number of different things with the running backs, and that's, that's what got them to the Super Bowl. So who do you think wins this one, Emmett? I'm going with Shanahan. Okay. I'm going with the experience that he had in Atlanta, and we just talked about that first time getting in that thing. Yep. When they played against the Patriots, and Atlanta jumped all over the Patriots. Again, the team started off right. slow. Right, sure. Yep. And by the third or fourth quarter, it had changed dramatically. And the energy that Atlanta had trying to regain control of the game, they just could not muster yep. the energy. They were just that far away from making great plays. And that's why the game of game is called a game of inches. Yeah. So we're going to talk about your tequila in a second, but I called the Cowboy Green Bay game. You called it? Yeah, I did. Why did you call it that way? Man, I mean, why did you call it that way? And when I was calling it, it's not you. Why did you call it that way? I didn't provide the material. The Cowboys, unfortunately, provided the material. The interesting part of that one, obviously, outside of the ass kicking that went on. What what, you termed it Sorry. Well, listen, hey, listen, as a former Eagle and playing you guys all the time. straight ass kicking. No matter. I mean, you did it not a fact. I remember Jerry saying at the end of week 18, when somebody asked him about Mike McCarthy, it's like, well, we'll take each postseason game one at a time and, de- and determine that from there. And I said, okay, they went to the game, they got their butts kicked, so I figured I'd know what the outcome was going to be, and he, and he brings Mike McCarthy back. I just wonder your whole thought about, as one of the great Cowboys of all time, your thought on that. I think I know your thought on that. My thought is just like your thought was. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, you hired a dude to get your team ready. And they were not ready twice in playoffs? Once against the 49ers and now against the Packers? I mean, and we at home? And we had this home winning streak? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. What the deal is? I mean, it's not like you don't have a talented team. Mike McCarthy came in with the dog on cover full of groceries. All he had to do is just make sure the meal was right. And the meal was not right. Matter of fact, the grocery stayed in the covers too long. They had to toss them out. And he didn't get tossed out. So at the end of the day, that's why I'm so disappointed. I'm disappointed because we took it on the chin. Not only did this team take it on the chin, but former players took it on the chin with her. We went down with them. Yeah. And we may not be in the locker room every day. We may not be may not run the the conditioning things that they do. But we're there invested in them and their future emotionally because we know what's required. And we're expecting them to live up to the standard, including Mike McCarthy, to live up to the standard of what the Cowboys are supposed to be, including Jerry. Honor the standard that was established and that was set, including everybody. Honor the standard. And I felt they let us all down. Uh, it's oh. Certainly the, the yeah. passion is understandable yeah. given what you and so many others put into that. So uh, while the Cowboys are trying to get back to that standard, maybe you're going to need a little bit more Let's of the tequila. Let's make them smile here. now talking and about tequila. So you've yeah. always been a big tequila guy, Emmett? I've been a tequila guy since 2000. Okay. Yeah, I went to Cabo San Lucas and uh, hung out with my friend Tom Joyner a little bit, and we had a little tequila tasting contest. Not contest, but a little tequila tasting event down there in Cabo. And, and that's how I started 
drinking tequila. And then uh, about 2007 or 8, when I did Dance with the Stars, uh, I was at the Lermitage Hotel, went to the bar, wanted some tequila. They didn't have the brand that I was looking for. And uh, the bartender introduced me to this brand here called Hedadora. And so I told my marketing people about it because I liked it. And uh, told my marketing guy, Tom George, I said, Tom, I found a tequila for us. And everywhere we travel together, we would try to find some tequila and drink. So uh, some probably months, maybe a year passed. He shows up, called me. He said, listen, I got something for you. I said, what's that? How would you like to endorse a tequila brand? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I said, what's the brand? He said, Hedadura. I said, really? Okay, it's on. Let's do it. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how we got involved. In 2010, we launched the relationship. And I've been with them for 13 years now and uh, with them before the category became as large right. as it is. Yeah. And so, but this right here is based out of uh, uh, Guadalajara area. Uh, they have 22,000 acres of a blue agaves. And the distilling process is amazing. The hacienda is phenomenal. Uh, a lot of history there. It has its own natural uh, limes that they grow on the, on the property and lemons that they grow on the property, all kinds of vegetation. And so the process itself is just an amazing process, and it's handled in the right way. Well, Very cool. And it made you dance better. There you go. See? <laughs> it helps everything. You love that. It helped everything. <laughs> it helped everything. Emmett, can't thank you enough for the time. Really appreciate it. Enjoy no. the rest of the no, Super Bowl. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. All right. Sound the trumpets, it's horse racing time. So saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code GOLIT. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18+, plus in certain states, to open or access an account and resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wager within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. Pumped to be joined by uh, former NFL tight end Vernon Davis, kind enough to join us here on behalf of Smirnoff. And I love the trend this week of bomber jackets with the partners here at the Super Bowl. Looking sharp. Yeah, thank you, man. It feels good, too. It's nice and light. It's very light. I really, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's going to try and steal it from right. you. He's is not he really? capable of it, but he's going to try This too. is kind of how yeah. I roll. I admire something <laughs> and hope the people who got it for you are listening and say, hey, we'll send him one as well. Uh, I'm allowed to. I've been doing this a long time. All right? All right. I'm allowed to. I think I think he's in a little bit better shape to yeah, try and get I away from it. Because so. I saw earlier this fall, you mentioned that you'd be open to comeback maybe coming out here in the NFL, but I know you just turned 40 recently. Walking around this week, seeing some of the young guys that are still around here, you still feel like you got a few snaps left? Uh, physically, but not mentally. Gotcha. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I work out. I've, I've never stopped. Like, since I retired from ball, I, I still run routes. I, 
I, um, I'm lifting. I'm in the gym. Not as heavy, sure. but I'm still staying mobile. Uh, I feel like I'm always going to be called. For some, for some reason inside my mind, I feel like I'm, I'm ah. expecting a call. Oh, yeah. You know but, what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I wish I knew what you mean because pe- <laughs> people always say after, after nine years, then I was a, I was a free agent and nobody called because they say, Mike, when did you retire? I said, no, no, no. I said, the league retired me. When nobody calls, you know, then you're retired. So uh, I, 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 but I I have always said, Vernon, that players will always think they can play on a game day, but it's, it's the preparation. It's February to August that you just don't want to go through anymore to know what you have to do to play in a season. Exactly. No, no, I agree with that. You're right. You're right. It's like, it's like boxers. Boxers get in the ring with other boxers and they think they can beat them. Yep, exactly. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, every time. But then the work yeah. you got to put in to, to be able to go with the 10 rounds, you just don't want to do anymore. Exactly. You know? yeah. So, uh, Vernon, being out here this week, obviously the 49ers, a team that you spent a lot of time with, very familiar with here. I, I know Brock Purdy's been the center of a lot of the conversation. As someone who's watched a lot of him, I'm sure like the rest of us here, how surprised have you been by the reaction to this player and what he's accomplished in San Francisco? Yeah, I think you get a lot of criti- criticism, and I, I think because of, you know, he hasn't played that long, sure. but he's shown us that he can be consistent. He's been very consistent. I think Cam Newton said he was the 10th best player on the team, and um, I, don't, I don't know if I can attest to that because I feel like if a quarterback can take his team to the, to the Super Bowl, then he has to be the best player on the team. We know it takes a good quarterback to, to be able to win games like they've been winning if, if that if that's not the case then they would they can plug in another quarterback but it's hard to find a guy that can play like Brock Purdy and he's shown us I think he needs more time for us to put him in that great player category sure because he hasn't but he hasn't had the time but we'll see over time it is interesting though we talked to Richard Sherman we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago and he did say everybody loves an underdog story it seems except for the Brock Purdy underdog story yeah, yeah. that everybody wants to label him something but I'm with you now maybe he's not the absolute best player on the team but Cam also said he's not a game-changing quarterback and I said I disagree with that he's got the ball in his hand every play and he can make a throw that can change a game so I love what he's doing. I, I, I think it's impressive what he's doing. But you're right. In time, we'll start to write the story more like we're writing it with Patrick Mahomes. You played in – you were in a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 50. Talk about the, the prep to that because I never got near a Super Bowl and just what goes into the week and where the guys are now as they're getting closer to the game. Yeah, I think uh, mentally you, you always feel like you have – you uh, it's either you do or you, you only get one shot. Yeah. Do not make sure that that song by Eminem just yeah. kept oh, yeah. going, yeah. going off in my head, in my mind yeah. as I was out there practicing. And I would take, I mean, I remember those practices like it was just a whether I was banged up, hurt, sore, whatever. I'm flying. I mean, I was I was running every route 100 miles per hour. I was making every block at full speed. Um, I was just doing everything fast and powerful because I felt like whatever I was going to do in practice was going to transfer over to that game. So I had to practice hard and I've practiced all season long, whether I was hurt or not. So looking at this game in particular, two of the best tight ends in the NFL in Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, when you watch these guys, what stands out to you about each of them and the way they approach the game? Yeah, they're totally different. Uh, George Kittle is a guy, he's uh, he can do it all. He loves to get dirty. He can put yeah. his hands down. But he's also a great runner with the ball and after he catches it after he run after catches sure. is tremendous. And his ability to be able to find that that soft that space. Right. Yeah. Just like Kelsey does. Kelsey's a master at finding that open space and and creating that separation. Um, But they're they're totally different. He wants passive ones aggressive. 
Well, you know, we've talked a lot over the years about how that, that position has evolved from being connected to the tackle to now splitting out. Mm -hmm. How much has that even, even evolved from your days to go even further? Yeah, I think my last few years as the um, – as uh, with the Washington Commanders, they started to, they were splitting me out more, and because of my ability to be able to run, they would flex me out and have me run go balls and and all of that. But now these tight ends, they're running these routes where there it's it's designed to get open, like a flattened back or uh, you know you're pushing up the, the slant inside with the depending on the defender. If the defender's outside of the tight end, it's that's going to be a lot easier for you to to push inside and catch that that slant. Right that interior slant. But it's uh, it, it's totally different what they're doing with these guys, man. I mean, it's, they're being very creative. It's like the play's designed for them to get open. I say, do you see a lot of these offenses now and kind of get, you know, wish you were back out there in some of these opportunities that these new offenses are creating for guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, I wish. I, I, I wish. I wish I was in the offense like uh, the 49ers have, have right at the moment. It's just, um, it's just it's beautiful, man. It's Like I said, it's designed for them to get open. You create, you got a decoy and a receiver, and, and for George Kittle to, to get up the sideline, it's just it's just really um, well thought out uh, from the offensive quarter, off, offensive coordinator mindset to be able to come up with some of this stuff. It's, it's beautiful. You mentioned their ability to find that open space to get into those spots on the defense. Uh, walk us through that. Is that pre-snap recognition? Is that something you're IDing post-snap? How are these guys finding their way into those areas better than a lot of their peers? Yeah, I think it like so. If you if you have two guys, if you have a, if two backers here, right? You it's it's very you have to be um, mindful of not pushing across too far to get too close to this this defender back here, but you want to push up just enough so you can snap it and come around so you can stay away from both defenders. Sure, right. Um, and and they do it all. And George Kittle and and Kelsey both they do a great job with with being in compliance. I mean, like the little details to help the quarterback, sure. like staying quarterback friendly when you're running. We used to talk about this all the time. Uh, uh, who was uh, Kirk Cousins was big on that. Like uh, if I'm running a if I'm running an out route, I want to come slightly back downhill to create that separation from that defender so that sure. he can stay away from me and the ball. You know, I want to create that yep. space. Just those little details. And, and I learned Sean, Sean McVay. I learned a lot with Sean McVay, too, about those, about route running. Now, I felt like I got really good at route running with the Washington Commanders with Sean McVay. He, right. was, he was a stickler on those routes. And along those lines, I love taking people down on the field. Mahomes will get out of the pocket and create. I mean, he's incredible right. at that. Talk about a receiver's responsibility. You have a route. You have a play. Now the quarterback breaks contain. And what does it turn into? While receivers, you still have responsibilities when a quarterback breaks the pocket. How does that work? Yeah, I mean, like, if you, if you, depending on where the defender is, this guy want to come here, this guy want to go deep, right? You want to have your highs and lows, um, especially depending on what side he's rolling to. And if this guy's on the backside, he want to drag across, this guy can come down. So you got all these guys coming these, these different directions that give the quarterback uh, room and space to be able to throw the ball. It's incredible. Uh, there's so many fine details yeah. that go into getting guys to this moment in a big game of this stature. Uh, before we get to the work you're doing with Smirnoff, you got to pick for the game. Do you got a team you think is going to pull this off? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, well, both teams are equally good. It's just, it's just hard to say. I mean, they, they both played some really good football throughout the, throughout the season, and uh, they all have really good players. I'm, I'm kind of torn in between. I want to say Kansas City is going to win sure. because of Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and he's been here before. And, and you can tell, you can look in his eyes, and you can tell he really wants it. But then you have the magician in Brock Purdy, yeah. who's, uh, who's always just making people say, oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. 
Well, we can do it. <laughs> exactly. Pull, pull the rabbit out of the hat. Yeah, yeah, There's no exactly. doubt. But uh, I'm with exactly. you. Going to be a tightly contested game. So outside of the awesome jacket that you have, what can you yeah. tell us about what you got going on here yeah. this week with Smirnoff? No, cool. Like it, it, uh, Smirnoff, they're continuing to be innovative with their products. And, you know, innovation is all about, like, um, um, understanding the world and figuring out what people want. And they can they do that all the time. And this product that they have, Smirnoff Smash, is a good one. 100 calories. Um, and it tastes really good. The quality is there. And we also have the Pickle Bowl, which is Saturday at 2.30 oh. p.m. Kay Adams is my partner. There we really? go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's going to be it's going to be really cool. Have you been playing Pickle Bowl? A little bit. Pickle tennis. Pickle okay, there we go. Tennis right, right, stuff, right. You know, uh, cross, <laughs> we call it cross training. Oh, cross that's training. it. Huh? Get ready to go. Oh, that was nice. See, like yeah, exactly. that is pretty I know nice. you're going to be ready to go for that. Vernon, we can't thank you enough for the time and a busy week, man. Enjoy that. Best of luck to you and yeah. Kay. We'll be rooting thank for you guys. guys. I appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Looking for a super offer on Super Bowl 58? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook has you guys covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And how about this? A little line movement. Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey began the week as co-favorites for Super Bowl MVP. Now, surprise, surprise, Patrick Mahomes leads the crew at plus 125 to be the Super Bowl MVP yet again. You can check out that and more by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code GOJO. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code GOJO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. One final time we say welcome back to Gojo and Golik. Our last segment here wow. from Las Vegas. We will finish off the show the way we always do with this, that, and the third. Three quick stories to send you off on in your day. As always, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, review us. Leave us a five-star rating and check us out live Monday through Friday. Back 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern next week on the DraftKingsNetwork.com, oh. <laughs> the YouTube channel, Samsung TV+, Plus, Roku, and more. My father already dreading the early turnaround after calling the Super Bowl on Westwood One, having to get up with the ass crack of dawn again yeah. and do the show. Yeah, I'll, st yeah, I'll still be here, so it's 5 in the morning here, 5 to 7. But, hey, you're kidding me, after the Super Bowl, how great is that going to be? No, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be incredible. We're going to roll on vibes. This whole week has been incredible. Certainly, uh, thank you to everybody as a part of our staff. There are a tomb we'd be here oh naming people all day. Everyone from the draft. Kings Network crew from the VEASAN squad and family right. out here yep. that's come together to help make Super Bowl week what it is out here. It takes so many people to make all of the content, make the set run the way it does Incredible. that you've seen for all the shows up and down our lineup. The Levitard crew over at Circa, all of
build it coming together the way that it did. Uh, it's a testament to a lot of people and the hard work that they all put yeah, into this. A great job. And again, uh, these shows like this, it, it truly is the behind the scenes people that make it. We get to sit out in front of the camera and somebody counts us in and we talk. This is something we've done for a living, but all that's done behind the scenes and how great they made this set look here because it, that's part of it as well. You know, you're, you're at Radio Row, you want to show off and let me tell you, DraftKings is showing off with what they're doing. Absolutely showed off today. We showed off with the guest list once again today. Our thanks to Justin Jefferson, Nico Collins, Greg Olson, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Emmett Smith, and Vernon Davis for all coming by today uh, as a part of this one. If you missed any of those great guests, you can get them wherever you get our podcast or available on the YouTube channel right when we get done here. This, that, and the third, we are presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. And so, Dad, let's get to this, that, okay. and the third as we finish off Super Week here and ramble on to the end. NFL Honors was last yes. night, Dad, and we have the rundown of the award winners from that occasion. Lamar Jackson takes home the MVP, not mm -hmm. surprising there. Offensive Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey. Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett. Rookies of the Year, C.J. Stroud on offense. Will Anderson Jr. on defense. Coach of the Year, Kevin Stefanski. And comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco. So uh, one thing, uh, two, I don't know if this has ever happened before, two years in a row, the offensive and defensive rookie of the year came from the same team. Sweeps. Last year it was Sauce Gardner and uh, Brees Hall. This year, obviously, Will Anderson, C.J. Stroud. Sa uh, Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. No. For the New York Jets. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. My fault. My fault. My fault. Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver. Brees Hall got hurt uh, his rookie year. And then also uh, the comeback player of the year, I thought should have been um, Baker Mayfield. Or Jamar Hamlin. Or, well, I, I thought for sure he was going to win. It's, I mean, yeah. I, as we said, I know Jamar didn't play much this year, but I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 he you came back to life. On the field. He so got back that on the to field me after that. was kind of the no-brainer. But if you were going to give it to... <sighs> An active player, yeah. I would have gone Baker Mayfield over Joe Even Flacco. Even Joe Flacco said, I just came back from being retired and on the couch. Exactly. Sam Baker uh, or Baker Mayfield had his had his best year. Yeah. Most touchdowns he threw led Tampa Bay after Tom Brady did the playoffs. It's, uh, it's an interesting kind of amorphous award, but like you said, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Huge for Will Anderson Jr., the subject of a lot of scrutiny that yes. pick because yes. they traded back up. All the draft capital surrounding it, so for him to deliver in that way, awesome. And Lamar Jackson, zero surprise no there. Yeah. I don't care what happened in the playoff game. Doesn't absolutely matter. deserving right. of that. We understand. Hey, listen, they won a postseason game to get to that opportunity to play right. in the AFC title. They just have to run into a generational force of nature. Exactly right. Uh, also a part of that, uh, by the way, Dad, the 2024 Pro Football Hall of Fame class announced Julius Peppers. Dwight Freeney, Patrick Willis, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Randy, uh, Randy Gratishar, and Steve McMichael. So I look at that. I remember having uh, talks back and forth with Mel Kuyper Jr. I was at ESPN then in that 2002 draft between uh, Julius Peppers and Dwight Freeney, who was going to be better. Yeah. You know what? They're both putting on a gold jacket. Julius Peppers went number two. I think Dwight went number 11. And they both go in the same class. So that is very, very cool. Patrick Willis, Man. One, of the, one of the best linebackers at stinging offensive linemen coming to the second level with the shiver that I have ever seen 
in college and in the pros was incredible. And then, I mean, Randy Gratishar deserved to be there without question. I'm glad he finally got there. And Steve McMichael, I mean, just saw, it's just such a shame. ALS has just yeah. ravaged his body as it does to people. Uh, but I'm so glad he got to hear, you know, that, that in, in the senior committee that he's in the Hall of Fame and gets that gold jacket. Very, very cool. Absolutely. And uh, Listen, personal vendetta, shout out to Devin Hester. Oh, uh, I'm uh, so happy. You cannot tell the story of pro football can't. without Devin That's Hester exactly and what right. he meant in the return game. So an incredible deserving class. Yep. Dwight Freeney, Bloomfield, CT stand up. We are out here. Let's get to that, Dad. You're going to be on the sideline yep. with Laura Oakman for the call. Westwood won for the Super Bowl. And so that means if the Chiefs were to win, you have the opportunity to potentially rub some elbows with Taylor Swift, since she yes. is going to likely be making the trip from Japan back to the United States, back to Vegas for the game on Saturday, crossing the date line. And so we asked at Gojo and Golik on Twitter, if you get the opportunity to ask her a question, well, what yeah, should we ask? She's going to be kind of right there with Travis, and, and, and we at Westwood, one, get the ability to talk to the top players one-on-one. And I may get to talk to Travis, and I'd imagine Taylor Swift will be right there. So, you know, I would I would like to be cool in front of her. So what what should I ask? I don't know how much our fans are going to have helped you be cool here. The first question was, what's the breakup song going to be called? How dare you? Come on. How dare you, Come people? on. Monsters. Taylor, Travis, since I know you guys listen, we would never endorse such never. a line of questioning. I, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Looking for a long, wonderful life together with these two. Uh, what is Taylor's favorite donut? You could ask her. See, that. I do like that. I do like that. Oh, this is a good one, too, and an important litmus test for humanity in general. What's your go-to appetizer? Oh, I like that as well, actually. I, I like the thinking out of the box because everyone, you know, thinking about a normal question. But I do dig that. You're... Go-to appetizer or your favorite donut? The Swifties, I think, would appreciate these ones, though, Dad. Does Travis get along with the cats? Oh, okay. This has been All a right. big subject of conversation on the New All Heights right. podcast. Kylie Kelsey, Jason's wife, wants to get cats real bad, is trying to use the Taylor connection and Travis okay. to support that argument. But my personal favorite and the one I think you should, do you think about covering any Gordon Lightfoot songs? Oh, my gosh. Do I run the risk of taking the chances she – She's got to know who Gordon Lightfoot is, Oh, right? she has to. Has she's, to. She's, she's, a, she's a tape grinder. Uh, listen, she's a I, musical. I, I agree with that, but if there's a, just a, a small percentage that she's not sure, do you want to put her on the spot like that? Oh, I'm sure, listen, if anyone's going to be able to weather the storm of a potentially awkward situation, I think you got to go high risk, high reward in that spot. Can you imagine her covering Sundown or Carefree Highway? Wow. Wow. Oh, man. That just blew my mind. Did anyone else just get chills? Wow. Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That's, I mean, that really, that's the one I think you got to give the people without what they a want. doubt. And people don't, the more obscure that I would love the Railroad Trilogy. I mean, oh, wow, gosh. wow. Who could forget the Railroad Trilogy? You don't even know the Railroad Trilogy. I have no idea what you're talking you about here. Let's get on our way to the third. Um, <laughs> we have been collecting the picks this entire week yes. on the board from all of our guests over here. And outside of our dear friend Lucy Roden right. from the Dan Levitard Show, who said, I just hope everyone has fun. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that's, you know, it's very on brand for Lucy. Lucy, we okay. love that. She's a, a lover of, she's a joy to everyone right, she's around. Right. Greg Olson really dodged us here. He did, did not make a pick. I mean, he might as well have said, I just hope everyone has fun as well. And pretty much what he went with there. So we've got Greg Olson and Lucy in the middle, but we've got Emmett Smith, Jacoby Myers, Smeddy, Michael Lombardi, Aiden O'Connell, Stormy, Nico Collins, Justin Jefferson, Aaron Schatz, and Jamal Williams on the 49ers side. 
And on the Kansas City Chiefs side, Dan Marino, Billy Gill, Juju Gotti, Aaron Jones, Max Crosby, Tony Pollard, Stugatz, Puka Nakua, and Jason Fitz. And, Dad, I'm so going to so go. So it's 10 to 9 now, right? It's 10 for San Francisco. 10 to San Francisco. And 9 to Kansas City and two cop-outs in the middle. So you're either going to lay it over for San Francisco, but I already know your pick. We're We're going to push this right down the middle. I have got the Kansas City Chiefs winning 24-21. So Chiefs, money line, outright win. They also hit the under in this game, 47.5. I think that's got to be the game script here for Kansas City. But we get to find out. We get to finally find out here. Another long week. Dad, hell of a week. Uh, Go rest up the vocal cords uh, and get ready for the game this weekend. I'm going to get the hell out of here. Thank you again (laughs) to our entire staff, everyone at DraftKings Network, VSIN, the whole crew here breaking it down. Thank you to everybody who downloaded, subscribed, rated, reviewed, watched all week. Thank you so much. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.